welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for Star Wars Visions. My name is Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Hello. How you doing, Ed? I'm all right. Looks like you got a little friend behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Living on the edge of life right there. Little as, as all our audio listeners can clearly see. Oh, yes. He's got a cat <laughs> on the back of his chair. Yeah. And Noma. <laughs> oh, shit. Go, 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 go. Yeah. <laughs> Flash and enter. Uh, as always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars in a comment helps with visibility. And you can follow or subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Now, without any further ado, let's dive straight into the episode. Well, I mean, we'll go over the f- poster first. You know how we do. There is, there is, show. there is. With further ado. Oh my god! <laughs> how dare? Uh, yeah. So for this one, it's uh, again very, very unique. Uh, all the posters so far have had very, uh, very unique art forms, which I think is really cool. Right? Very They're diverse all... in terms of yeah. like their movie poster look. Yeah, yeah. Like some of them are, you know, like uh, the last one that we went over was very much kind of like retro and uh, the twins was very minimalistic and all that other kind of stuff. So for Ninth Jedi, we get a slightly more mysterious uh, poster, although I think it would have been more mysterious if we hadn't seen the trailer. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we've got the I would argue the main character uh, who is kind of not you can't really see her on screen fully. Uh, but you can you basically from the nose down you can see her and she's kind of levitating a lightsaber in front of her and uh yeah it's just got the ninth jedi below it in very stylized uh more you know because we were talking about beforehand how or not beforehand but in the last episode how village bride had a very retro lettering style uh this one's got a much more uh it's not like super recent, but it's like the last decade or so kind it's, of. It's modern font. Yeah, I would say it's very um, uh, as weird as it sounds, like fashionable. Like it's very clean, yeah, crisp, yeah. and angular. D- diving into a bit more of the nerdy art side of it, yeah, it's very they're they're playing a lot with spacing with the letters itself. Like if you look at um, you know the H's the. Uh, the horizontal line for the H is a lot lower than you usually put e. it. Same thing with the middle for the E's. Yeah. yeah. And then for the N's, the uh, diagonal line is a lot higher up than it would usually be. So they're just kind of messing around with the kind of standard con- um, preconceptions of these letters, kind of pushing what they can do. But then at the same time, it kind of keeps a more classic value because a lot of the letters that are harder to uh, mess with, like the T's and the... Uh, J, D, I, all that kind of stuff. Um, those are much more normal. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> it, it <laughs> thank you for like, the alphabet lesson. Yeah, it for feels it. like it's a... Like I, I'd see an Apple promotion out of this. Like the yes. introducing mm-hmm. the iSaber or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, it, That's it's got that, that kind of Apple clean look to it. Because mm. they do do really good marketing like that. Yeah, it yeah. looks, it looks and, even and, more stylized than that. But yeah, I can see what you yeah, mean. It's and, clean though. And and it's interesting too because I think you hit the nail on the head there. Like it's it's a font type, and I don't know why. It'd be interesting to kind of look into why this is the case. But it really it does really remind me of, of like tech lettering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like kind. Of, I think it's because it looks quasi futuristic. Yeah, right? I think that's what it is, for mm-hmm. sure. I I really liked the um, 
I can't remember what the, the term is, but having like the, the fuzzy background with a focus being on the lightsaber, but like the, the girl in the in the poster is like mm. fuzzy a little bit in terms of like out of focus. Like yeah. when you take a picture with a camera and have it out of focus in the background, it's really nice. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Like the, the focus is absolutely on the lightsaber. You can still get enough of her detail. Anybody use portrait um, mode on the iPhone yet? That's exactly what that does. Uh, I use would, an Android. Yeah. So, yes, thank yeah, you. Never mind. Uh, but you would, you, it feels like you would see something like this on like a spaceship or something. Mm -hmm. like if they had mm -hmm. to have like signs or anything like that, this would be the kind of font. You know what it reminds yeah, me of? How yeah. clean it is? It reminds me of like your name. The, the movie the anime movie oh okay. it looks clean like that like this poster hmm. I, I would i don't know about you guys but i would totally buy a poster of this like a movie size poster hmm. i don't know i i really enjoy this one it's really it nice the most normal poster you could have out of this set so far yeah, like yeah. somebody would come over and be like oh that's cool even if somebody Whereas... cleaned this up with like no logos and stuff on that that'd be really cool hmm. that's true I, if i had to pick any honestly i'd go with the village bride I oh still really like okay that. yeah i like i really really like that design i would put that one up only during christmas time or <laughs> or I'd go for the twins. Get off the Christmas it's it's red green, man. <laughs> it's true. It's 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 very Christmassy in my mind. It's spring. Nah. <clears throat> All right. All right. Yeah. So from here, we'll dive into the actual, you know, what we usually do, the synopsis, our thoughts on it. So as always, this is your spoiler warning. From here on out, we're going to talk assuming, I mean, you know, we'll give you the synopsis, but we're going to go through everything. We're going to assume you've watched this. Uh, I would absolutely recommend, if you haven't seen this already, pause here, go and watch The Ninth Jedi, and then come back. And uh, yeah, like I said, final spoiler warning. So let's get into the synopsis. Our tale begins kind of... Uh, Talking a little bit about the current state of the galaxy. Well, not really talk, but like, yeah, going over it a little bit with light and dark and all that kind of stuff. And uh, explaining that since they're hazy, they're kind of vague about it. But, you know, assumedly, since the end of the Clone Wars, uh, the Jedi are being hunted and an era of war has arisen. And what the basic plot of this episode is, is that there is a ruler of an outer rim planet named High Islan, and hit the ruler's name is Margrave Juro. Uh, he has been mining for kyber crystals and is hoping to restore the Jedi Order. Uh, however, there are dark forces that are uh, conspiring to destroy his plan. There's a couple weird things in, the, in the, this opening, but we'll talk about that later. But basically, uh, we get a ship kind of... Uh, flying towards this big giant asteroid space station that could not be clearer in what its purpose is because there's a giant kyber crystal on the top of it. Um, so yeah, I wonder what this could be for. But the ship lands inside this space station and uh, there are six figures kind of in the main room of this uh, where a human male named, and this was very jarring, named Ethan. Hi, Ethan. Uh, yeah, right? Watson, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it was one of those things where I was like, mm. it's like at the end of like the Jimmy Neutron um, uh, episodes where it's like, hi, I'm Paul, the little monkey at the end. Yeah. It's just like, what? It's yeah. Well, it, it just, just reminds me of like universe that's had so many different mm. like, you know, even if you sound, hear a normal sounding name, it's got some weird spelling or anything. Yeah. He's just like, no, no, no. Like oh, Ethan with an E-N-E -E would be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Ethan. And and to be fair, I mean, you know, Luke is a normal name, but he is yeah. kind of unique in that yeah. sense, right? Leia and Han were not normal 
names for people. I mean, his his, um, his Luke Skywalker could be Ethan Moon no. Strider. Yeah, but it's no. it's it's like it just reminds me of like I'm Spartacus and I'm Patrocles and I'm Heracles yeah. and, and I'm this Ethan. is Jim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jim, how you this doing? Is Bob. It's just very it's kind of jarring, but you know. Uh, still works. And so Ethan kind of walks in to this group of these six uh, gathered very different species and kind of goes on to explain like, oh, you know, uh, I, I heard the message and he kind of shows the message. And <laughs> Margrave Juro, when they show the picture of him, he just looks like a Sith. Like he's yeah. got the black armor. He's got the segmented like he literally looks like a like uh, he's trying to copy Vader a little bit. Um but he's like, yeah, I've never actually been a Jedi, but I know the Force, and I know how to use a lightsaber. So I came here, and I was like, I have some questions, but let's continue. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the other Jedi uh, kind of talk amongst themselves. Um, and one thing I also thought was kind of interesting is, like, we get a bunch of species that, as far as I know, we've never really seen before. Like, there's a couple that, that look a little bit familiar. Mm -hmm. But one of the species is very clearly a dark elf, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, very much so. Uh, that one female mm, character. Yeah, it's it's a. I mean, it's a big thing in Japan, right? Like, kind of those D and D fantasy tropes. Um, if people didn't know, it's actually fairly big in Japan. Uh, that kind of old school fantasy D and D, you know, records of the Ladros War was in what the eighties, nineties. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been around for a long time. But I just thought it was kind of funny, where it was just like we've got all these uh, sci-fi races, and then you're clearly you just D &D. Uh, also escape the underdark right yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but uh yeah so they all kind of talk a little bit about each uh, about themselves and they're saying like okay we don't know if this is a trap we don't know what's going on here waiting to see if the margrave can actually produce lightsabers because that's a big thing that we're trying to figure out um it's been like a lost skill that they just don't know how to use like to do that now right yeah yeah and i mean you know from the lore standpoint only jedi are supposed to know how to craft lightsabers so. exactly I assume there's a bit of, of confusion there as well. Um, but uh, yeah, basically they, they talk, they're still talking and they're, they're explaining like, okay, we know that uh, high Island has kyber crystals on it. So this whole thing kind of makes sense. We also see how they're getting the kyber crystals yeah. and it's like the jankiest way I've ever seen in my like life. A trebuchet that it flies is, into space. A, yeah. Oh my God. It, no, it's not like a, it's literally a trebuchet with a claw arm that they launch and it fires way too far into the atmosphere, into yeah. space to grab the crystals and slam them into the earth. It's a sky hook. That's just. <laughs> yeah. Sky hook. Insane. Yeah. yeah. It's it's interesting though. I, I I thought it was kind of cool, except for the fact where it was like, how how would this work? The meteor hits the ground, it impacts, the crystals go flying in kilometers in all directions. But it's anime. I'm not gonna you know sit here and be like, I'm um, actually. Um, but yeah, basically uh, they they keep kind of talking, and what ends up happening is this giant. And again, it it looks it looks so evil. It's this giant black droid that kind of looks like. Uh, if K2SO was on like all of the steroids um, and walks in and is like, oh, hello. Yes, the Margrave is on his way. Please wait here while I hold this box and I'm going to go just sit in this chair. Um, kind of cutting from that, we get to the planet itself where we kind of see, you know, the rocks falling and uh, there's this girl who's kind of like excitedly watching for where the rocks impact and then she grabs some stuff, comes back to uh, her dad's house. So the girl's name is La Cara, and uh, I didn't. Oh yeah, she does have a floating droid. I kind of forgot about the droid. Yeah, the droid is like a there's... little like orange unit. 
Yeah, it's like a hovering trash can. I like um, it. I like the little design on it. It's so cute. Yeah, I like this name. I, so the actual name of it is ninety nine ninety nine. So she calls it four nines. Um, oh yeah. yeah they, okay. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. So they they ride a, a janky. It's uh, it, it's it. I I think it was supposed to be a speeder bike. It almost looks like a swoop bike though. Um, yeah. I mean, that. you know, the difference. A cargo is, bike, is, really. Yeah, exactly. Um, but she goes back to uh, her dad's place where her dad, Lazima, is working on assembling a lightsaber. And he starts by doing something where I was like, I have never seen this before and I don't know how I feel. Yeah, he is. He's got tongs and he's like he's hammering a kyber crystal. Yeah. To like get to forge it. Yeah, shape the crystal. And, you know, we were talking about in the twins how you can't just shove a rock kyber crystal into a lightsaber otherwise it's unstable but this was like i was like hmm i didn't know you actually hit the kyber crystal to knock it down this works on metal does it work on rock i don't know i mean again i can dig it's, it it's a twist yeah it's it a was, twist on the normal stuff yeah it was just it was surprising right like when he was first hammering i assumed it was going to be like a lightsaber piece but no it's the actual crystal no they just um, have to justify the blacksmith <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um but yeah so there there's some interesting stuff here because he's he's kind of talking to her about how lightsabers work and how you know the the uh, wielder chooses the blade and it attunes to them and so we get a bit of a lore uh change here where which is kind of interesting i thought it was interesting but basically in this setting i guess the kyber crystal responds to your force alignment because when uh lakara or when kara turns her lightsaber on it's the you've probably seen in the trailer it's like this semi-translucent uh blue green more green than blue um and she even says like oh i wonder what the color would be like if i was a full jedi and it's also faded Um, like it doesn't when it goes up to the end it doesn't have like the little like round part on the top it's It's just like it just fades out yeah it just it just kind of yeah Uh, so it was really interesting um but yeah so they're they're kind of talking a little bit more and they kind of they never really say it but i they kind of hint that um her dad was a jedi because he knows all this stuff and then we see oh, something yeah, later on so. that he does um so i assume assumed that he was teaching kara as well but basically um her dad senses something is going wrong and tells uh tries to get Kara to leave, being like, ha okay, go to the store. Uh, by the way, I love you, and I always cared about you. And she's like, yeah. uh. <laughs> It's like, why, why, is this, why does this seem like you're never yeah. going to see me again? Well, yeah, yeah, and she yeah. actually says that, right? And it's like, yeah, okay, I understand where we're going with this. But, I mean, it's production IG. They're also pretty good at, at fakeouts. Uh, so she leaves, gets on the speeder bike, starts to go away, and, but then she sees their bounty hunters approaching. Uh, they kick in the door, and this is part of where I was like, well, I'm pretty sure Zima's a Jedi, because they have a standoff, and Zemo's like, yeah, you're not getting the lightsaber, sorry. So they open fire on him because he tries to uh, get the drop on them. And he deflects a lightsaber bolt with his hand. Or sorry, he deflects a blaster bolt with his hand. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And I, Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, so Jedi. Um, the, he just didn't keep a lightsaber for himself. Where I was like, this could have probably saved most of the plot better. if you'd done yeah. this. Yeah. Um, so surprise, surprise, because he has no weapons and barely any force powers. The bounty hunters capture him. Um, and Kara... Uh, tries to go after them and then like kind of doesn't and the bounty hunters chase her and they get to a point where they're going through it like uh one of the bounty hunters is chasing car through a forest and four nines is the worst backup uh shot i've ever seen in my life because he's got two guns and he just can't hit anything he's he is like he's the envy of stormtroopers everywhere with his ability to fire so many blaster bolts at that bounty hunter and not hit him a single time um 
the chase ends up going to this like ice lake kind of thing. And we kind of get the scene from the trailer where Kara ends up jumping off the speeder bike and pulling the classic Luke versus speeder bike scene on Endor. Yes. Um, I except love that. Instead of, oh, such a good scene. But instead of cutting off the front, um, I don't know what you would call them, but I, like, the speeder uh, bikes. Yeah. The front kind of like, I, I think they were like stability fins. Yeah. It seemed um, like instead so. of cutting those off, she just cut, slices the side of the speeder bike. The bounty hunter jumps off, bike explodes, car gets back on the speeder, flies away. Um, and the guy's like, huh? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Do mm. I walk from here? Um, but yeah, so Kara gets to the spaceport, which was, I thought it was hilarious because this is clearly like a backwater, nobody lives there planet. So it's like four shitty, like pre, pre-Clone pre Wars ships that are like battered and busted. And IG, uh, like I'm going to end up ranting about them as well because I love them. They do weathered so well, like Ghost in the Shell, you know, they've been able to do it since the early 90s. But man, oh man, they do like worn down and beaten looking stuff so well. So she goes to the ships and she goes up to the pilot droid who I love this because I assumed he was drinking oil, but yeah. he's got a teacup in front of he's yeah. got a, he's holding a tea set and he's like he's like Smoking drinking it. the tea through like this yeah like he's he's like drinking it through a straw that he's sm- it's weird he's it's getting so high. funny though he's getting high maybe I did think high, it was right? oil I was laughing so hard yeah yeah because he's, he's gonna have he's the like old man it. voice isn't yeah. he yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah and exactly she's like I need you, I, I need you, please help me I need to get into space real quick and he's like Arr. find somebody I'm else break. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> ask one of the other pilots and they're all like yeah. broken she, ass fucking yeah, droids she, she looks they're at the other droids and all the other droids are shut down and she's like you're the only one who's functional please just get on the just help me please I have money and he's like okay all right let's get going and he like stands up and starts like old man shuffling towards the ship and car is like taking one step every three seconds of like oh my god and like oh pushing god. him she like, starts pushing him and the droid yeah, 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 is like pulling him <laughs> so, good. Um, so yeah basically we cut back to the asteroid station and uh, while they're on the asteroid station uh the jedi are still talking with the droid and they're growing impatient they're like look do we even understand if um if you got if you can actually make lightsabers like can you actually do it um and the the droid's like oh well uh this box that i've been carrying has a lightsaber please take a look at it and ethan picks it up turns it on and it's like bright blue and he's like oh my god it's a lightsaber and the other jedi are like yes that is a lightsaber and i was like okay <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah so, it was a really nice one though and the cool thing about this scene is that they give it to, like the one guy has it um i can't remember his name i think it's rohan Rodin has it and then Ethan's like can I see it I've never seen one before and then he turns yeah. it on yeah which is a uh, nice foreshadowing for what's about to happen it was but, awesome uh yeah no it was, it was very cool so as that's happening um the totally not a dark elf says that she can sense something coming and so they all go to the hangar and Kara comes in with her fighter and uh basically gives them the whole spiel where she's like uh my dad makes lightsabers. He made them for you. He's been captured. Please help him. Um, and shows all the lightsabers. So all the Jedi kind of, you know, pick them all up. And uh, 
they're all like, yeah, well, do you know where Juro is? We need Juro to help us. And uh, at that point, the droid is like, haha, surprise, I was Juro the whole time and opens up. And that's why the droid's so massive, because Juro was like piloting him. Yeah. And he comes out and he was like, yes, I was no way. I wasn't sure if you were all Jedi. But now that I know that you're all Jedi, now we can all work together. And then uh, the guy who, by the way, as soon as he started speaking, when Ethan walked in, I did the Leonardo DiCaprio like pointing at the screen being because I watched it subbed. And I was like, that's Zoro. <laughs> I know Rota? that. Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> Can't the hide from me, Hijikata Zoro. Uh, two different characters that he plays, but yeah. It, uh, so the the actor for uh, the guy who plays Zoro is like, uh, yeah, yeah, Jedi. We're totally Jedi, and then they all turn on their lightsabers, and they're all red. Yeah. And now that we've had that established, I was like, oh, they're all Sith. Okay, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. Except they all, you know, they're they're the most Jedi looking Sith I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But it's a good. It's a good. Well, um, they explain it later why that's the case. Plan. Mm-hmm. They explain, yeah, they explain yeah, why. Yeah, because yeah, they've been hunting Jedi and and it's like their place going around and yeah, basically they're doing Vader's job right now. Uh, instead of him going around hunting at the last of the Jedi, they're doing it. Um, so an epic lightsaber fight starts. It's actually a good fight scene. It's it's really good. Uh, I'm not going to go through the whole thing blow by blow, but uh, somehow Margrave Juro is a Jedi Master. I don't know what happened there, but he fucking goes to town. He's good. He kills a bunch of them. Uh, there are some interesting things that happen during this fight. Um, also, even though Ethan is older than Kara, he is so much more worthless than she is. Yeah, she actually does some good stuff. He she just kind of stands there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just she actually saves him a couple times. To, to, I think. Yeah, 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 credit though, he is pretty good in terms of, like the shonen trope character, where he's like, "I'm gonna mm. try my best," because like as soon as they turn on all the red lightsabers, he's like, "Get behind he's me!" And then like, he's, yeah, 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 he's ready to go. He ignites his. And the the thing I think that is also nice is that he doesn't do the shonen protect. He doesn't do the typical shonen thing. Where he's like, "I'm gonna help," and then he screws up and gets everyone in danger. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's um, just like oh, I'm gonna stay out of the way. Yeah. yeah, he's just like every once in a while I'll swing and oh god I might die. <laughs> and then yeah, like uh, Ed was saying, Kara ends up saving him once or twice. Um, we do get two interesting things at one point. At one point, uh, not not Zoro starts force lightning uh, yeah. Margaret Juro, and like we kind of said in the twins, it's red lightning, um, and Juro blocks it uh, with his hand, and some more stuff happens. A lot of other people fight, but the weird thing is. Not Zoro dies by being force pushed onto the Kyber crystal, and then he bursts into flames. <laughs> I was like, that was ah. awesome. I love that. <laughs> it was interesting, but I was just like, I don't think Kyber crystals are holy water. Well, I think what it was I'm... doing is we're reflecting light, and it was amplifying it like a big lens, and it was so hot that he just like incinerated. That's what okay. I got from it. Maybe that would make a little bit more sense to me. Yeah, um, I just I was just it... like. Of course, you have to kill the Zoro voice actor character in the most badass way possible. Yeah, yeah. set on fire. The rest, of the, yeah, because the rest of them all go down like uh, the Jedi Masters fighting Palpatine did. It's like one hit death. Um, but yeah, so the battle does finally end because they kill all the Sith apprentices, um, except for there's this kind of um, anthropomorphic guy. I don't know, he's not even anthrop. Yeah, kind of like this dragon guy. Um, he doesn't have like a like, like a like, anything, a, but... like a bear monkey kind of kind of. He reminds me a little bit of the Japan of um, kind of the the Japanese perspective of kobolds. Um, cause oh, kobolds, sure. Yeah, yeah. So so a little bit of a backstory for you. So uh, 
uh, D was the most popular back there in like the, the earliest editions. So they still have a bunch of those perceptions when it comes to fantasy. So if you ever see, or- that's why a lot of the times when you see orcs in Japanese fantasy stuff, they're pigmen. Yeah. Because that's what they used to be. And then they would change to green skin. Um, and same thing with kobolds. Kobolds used to be like almost like oh. anthropomorphic dog people. And now um, they're like lizard, then, mini lizards. Yeah. And then they were changed slowly and slowly yeah. into like evil dragon minions. Yeah. Yeah, little tiny scaly dragon people. Um, yeah, so he, uh, the last guy, Homan, um, Juro's talking with him because at some point during the battle, his lightsaber changed from red to purple. Uh, and I awesome. thought that was really cool because I was yeah. like, okay, so studio production IG is changing the lore because they want to, but they still understand the concept behind a purple kyber crystal. Yeah, he could yeah. Di- he could dip into yeah. like the dark side a bit. Ex- well, yeah, he's he's bal- he's straddling light and dark, right? Like Mace Windu, like Mara Jade, like everything. He does say a pretty people. good line. Do you remember it? Uh, not really. Because he so uh, well, like I, I, I do remember. So uh, Juro's like, "You're not a bad person. Stand down." Yeah. And Homan's like, "Yeah, I would. You know, we we were all good at the start. We all kind of fell, and I just went with it, and and I regret that now. Like, I don't know if if or, he said something better, more specifically. Uh, he said like specifically, "Stand down, um, Homan." This is not you. This is not who you are, right? And he says, "Oh, mm. yeah, sorry." And then his lightsaber goes from red to purple, and he's oh, and then he says, "Like I was surrounded by darkness, and it kind of overwhelmed, like it, yeah, it kind yeah, of influenced yeah. his his behavior." The osmosis of the yeah. dark. Because he was <laughs> dipping into it enough that he like. Yeah. And then once you're surrounded by it, that that's what you get, right? It's it's very ironic though that lightsabers in this episode act as uh, light detectors. Well, it was it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. It, it was interesting though because You're not evil purple. Yeah. Oh, okay, he's not uh, evil. <laughs> he might be. The, yeah. the interesting thing at the beginning is that the the specific like saber smith, he said mm-hmm. I made these lightsabers to show that the oh I missed the, that the Capricorn okay. crystal would attune okay. to the the force user's um, alignment essentially. I knew I have unlocked. A, I have a couple problems with that, but sure, yeah. why not? Yeah. How? I thought I thought it was interesting because yeah. because the Margrave at like okay, we'll we'll get to it once we once we get to the mm-hmm. end here. Don't want to spoil. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not much more, but basically, uh, Juro is like, look, uh, at my entire my entire plan is the same. We need to get the Jedi. We need to reestablish the order. We're gonna do that together because now uh, I have a bunch a bunch more Jedi and Kara. I want you to come with us, and you can become the ninth Jedi. Haha, <laughs> title the ninth. Um, yeah, as as a ship kind of, uh, or as they all kind of board a ship, and they're like, okay, n- our next uh, priority is to go get Kara's dad and rescue him from bounty hunters. I'm sure that'll be difficult. Um, you know, blasters <laughs> versus lightsabers always is tough for the lightsabers. Sarcasm, sarcasm. Um, but yeah, so they're going. They basically are like, we're going to reestablish the Jedi Order. We're going to get Kara's dad back, and we're all going to do it together. And nothing can stop us. And uh, they kind of that ends with them getting on the the ship, heading into space, and leaving the temple behind. As a light shines from the bottom of the temple, and then the camera slowly pans upside down, yep. so that you can see that the rock spire and the kyber crystal look like a lightsaber that's now shooting a beam of light into the sky. No, in, into the into the planet. Into the planet. I'm like, yeah, is it going to destroy the planet? Is it, it is a Star Killer Base V2.0? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? They go to hyperspace and the planet explodes. You know, if the Kyber can burn a person, it's like it's gonna, it's gonna. It yeah, they, they've, to the they, they've accidentally built the prototype Death Star up there. Yeah, by accident. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that kind of wraps up the Ninth Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, before we jump into the full discussion, I'm gonna do what I always do, which is. Uh, I was going to say Weebo about anime or about the anime company. I guess that's accurate. There's 
I'm not gonna go over the whole can I even be a weeb thing. Production IG is just, just so like... good. They have so many good titles. Oh yeah, production IG. So if you've never heard of the thing that put production IG arguably on the map, it's this tiny little known anime that's definitely never been hugely influential uh from its debut, he said incredibly sarcastically, and it's called Ghost in the Shell. Like I said, just a tiny, tiny little thing. Um, yeah, they've done Ghost in the Shell. That was their big kind of what put them on the map. Mm -hmm. And from there, they've done a bunch of other things. Um, I don't know specifically, but I believe they've been helping with all of the Attack on Titan parts. Um, on their own, they do Haikyuu. So good. Which I haven't seen, but yeah, a lot of people Animation love. Animation style, like very similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they've done Psycho Pass, which I have watched. Yes. And that is really good. So, yes. so, yeah. I didn't know that was them. That, that's like, you yeah. have to watch Psycho Pass. I haven't oh, seen no, it yet. I've, I've seen it. It's so good. Um, incredibly disturbing. Uh, the second season, the, the villain is... Oh, oh, my God. I won't go into it too much. Anyways, they've done a bunch of other things. Um, Guilty Crown, which was... I've, I've read that one. That was an interesting one. Um, let's see. Is there anything else? They that have the Pokemon I shorts, I think, don't they? They've got the Pokemon shorts. Which, by the um, way, like the Pokemon anime is one thing, but the Pokemon mm. anime shorts on YouTube, if you haven't seen them yet, go watch them because the animation in them is just amazing. They're like five what, minutes long. What do they follow? Uh, it's like the new Pokemon Sword and Shield thing, but it's like oh. in-universe like lore stuff. And okay. then it's, it's basically each episode has like a thematic thing behind it. And there's an episode of like two kids that are like best friends. One's in the hospital and one visits them every day. And the mm. one in the hospital wants to go see like the the final tournament with like the the champion and everything like that, but he's too sick to do that. So mm. like it's like it follows mm. a story between these two characters, and it's only like eight minutes long or something. But like by the end, you're like, God damn, why is this making me cry? What <laughs> okay. happened? So it, it does follow just like other people. Rather, it's, it's not stories. the main characters, but like there's cameos of characters that you know from the game, like the champion okay. and, and stuff like that. It's really good. I highly okay. recommend watching them if you haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just to round out the list, I've seen a little bit of these series. I haven't seen a lot, but they've done a couple of the Blood series. Uh, like Blood Sea and all that? Yeah, Blood Sea and Blood Plus, I think. Okay. Uh, they've done. I really um, they've done those in, in earnest. Yeah, right. I've, and it's like, Jesus Christ, what's I, going on? Yeah, I haven't watched those since high school, so it's They're very, very hazy. For yeah. The, speaking of old school, they did one of my favorite uh tv series and i'm sure or anime series i'm sure a lot of people will agree with me here which is uh ghost in the shell standalone complex which mm. is oh so good you gotta watch it's that just, one. it's really good it's it's i i love the questions that ghost in the shell asks and standalone complex goes through those and a bunch of other things a little bit more was ghost in the shell um, original work or was it a manga before i can't remember i want to say it was original but don't quote me on yeah, that that's I'm original my sure. god that's amazing yeah, I don't know. Like, it's based off of a lot of, you know, it, it draws from a lot of other works like Asimov yeah. and stuff I wasn't like sure that, if it was but... like Kill a Kill in terms of, like, Trigger, right? Whereas, yeah. like, a completely original story. Mm -hmm. No, that's a good point. I'm, I'm not too sure. I'd, I'd have to look more into that. And then uh, the last thing that I, I didn't actually know that they had done until I was looking into these companies a little bit more, but they've tag-teamed with, we talked about them in the Twins, Gynax, uh, twice. Oh, wow. Okay. Or it might have been even more than that. It's just twice that I saw. Uh, one of them is on a, another show I really like that's very strange called Foodie Cootie um, that I actually didn't know Production IG worked on. I only kind of knew that that Gynax did some stuff with it. And a slightly controversial film uh, called The Neon Genesis Evangelion, The End of Evangelion. Is that the non-end-to-end Evangelion or is that the newest one? No, that's the old one. The old, um, the old final ending. 
Yes. And so there's a new if filing. anybody, <laughs> goddamn, yeah, which I haven't seen yet, three point oh three three plus or whatever. Um, yeah, they're trying. It, the, it's weird. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, The End of Evangelion was a slightly controversial movie that was controversial enough that uh, people tried to, uh, people not only vandalized, yeah. but also smashed the windows up and tried to burn down Gainax Studio. Oh my god. Uh, I didn't know it, that. Oh it wow. Is, yeah, it was a lot. And I can kind well, I don't understand burning it to the ground or, you know, vandalizing the, the studio. It is a very strange movie. The okay. most common uh, comment that you ever see about End of Evangelion is... Nobody has any idea what the hell the end of the movie is actually supposed to be. Exactly. Oh. It's kind of like yeah. the ending where you're like, is this is this so far gone that it's like it's good, or is it so far gone that it's it's terrible? It's like it's yeah. in that weird middle and ground. I heard. Plus the stuff. Oh, you, you haven't seen it? I haven't seen any of Evangelion except for episode one. So I'm still oh, yeah, I'm watching through it. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a lot of turbulence with it too. There were huge expectations with end of Evangelion because they actually ran out of money at the end of oh. the original Evangelion. So it got real, 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 real rough at the end. Um, yeah, a, it was not... a hell of a following though on that show. Oh yeah, because it's still it's still good. It's, it's just, so and good. you know after all these years, at least for me, End of Evangelion is something I'll still watch from time to time. But mm. it's it's like watching and this if you don't know a lot of Miyazaki movies, this will go over your head unfortunately, and I apologize. But it's like watching Grave of the Fireflies, where it's like if you're gonna watch this movie, just be prepared for a rough time. Mm. You gotta be in the right mindset to watch yeah, it. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 want to <laughs> you want to understand that you're gonna feel kind of hollow at the end. Yeah. Oh um, God, one of those. Yeah, yeah. It for different reasons. It's not like Grave of the Fireflies where it's just like everything's terrible and just. It's not a oh happy go lucky movie. Grave of the Fireflies? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, not yeah, even yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I know. Devil Man Cry Baby. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of in that similar. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that ending. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't but, seen that yeah. either. No, don't don't, don't watch it. Okay, it. Uh, <laughs> it's like no, it's good. You'll just feel very sick at the mm, end. Interesting. Like I felt physically ill. Wow. Foul. Good. Like it, I, I, it was bad. The most, the, the most I felt like about that about a movie was the recent Made in Abyss movie. And God, don't watch that movie. <laughs> I've yeah, only like, yeah. Like I say, I say it was bad, but like the feeling I had was terrible. But the show was so good to evoke a feeling like that. Mm. It, it was berserk levels for me. No, this was a bad. This was a bad feeling. I'm, th I'm talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, are you done with the production IG or is there any more? Oh, uh, basically, I, like I was just gonna add in that like the only movies I've ever seen that make me feel like that have been live action movies. Mm. Um, I don't know if I should name them or not, but you know, <laughs> they're movies. Um, yeah, I was movies. Figure we just move right into the voice actors and seiyus because I did a little bit of research while we were doing the synopsis. Okay. Um, ab about you. the seiyus. too important to ignore. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one we have is the voice actor for uh, La, La Cara, the main character. Mm. Um, I think you guys would be very interested to know that uh, she uh, voices a character in Jujutsu Kaisen, Kasumi Miwa, the blue-haired girl with the, the, the katana. Yeah, I still have to watch mm. that. Um, she also voices. Where is it? Um, uh, where is it? Sorry, this is uh, Chinatsu Akasaki? Yes, sorry, I forgot to uh, say the name. Okay, uh, no but Yeah, her. Uh, she does voices in uh, Food Wars. She does Alice Nakiri, which is like the the um, white-haired girl with the red eyes. Um, there's, oh God, where was it? Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. She plays, uh, it's the thus spoke Kishibe Rohan, uh, Mika Hayamura. She looks like a younger girl. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah. There was another one here that I thought you guys would really enjoy. 
God, let me find it here. I'll cut this out. Oh, I thought one of the names almost said Daisuke Ono, and I was yeah, going right. wait, what? <laughs> There's some actually no. really good actors Daisuke in this that I didn't realize until I looked it up. Hmm. Uh, While you're looking for that thing, I guess, do you want me to go over the rest of the cast? Yeah. Do uh, so. Sure, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, like Dan was saying, we've got uh, Chinatsu Akasaki as La Kara. We've got uh, Shinichiro Miki as La Zima. We've got uh, Tetsuo Kanao as uh, Margrave Juro slash the steward droid, because, yeah, that's true, he is both. Uh, Hiromu Mineta is Ethan. We've got Kazuya Nakai as Rodin, and that's the Zoro voice actor. My boy. Uh, we've got uh, Rina Sato as Nizo. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I don't know who most... Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got... Uh... Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, we've got uh, Hinata Tadokoro as Homen. We've got Daisuke Hirakawa as Henjin. We've got uh, Jin Urayama as Hanbei. We've got uh, Ryota Takeuchi as Toguro. We've got Cho as Boatman Droid. Oh, he does have a name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got Shoya Ishige and Hiroki Takahashi. Sorry, Hiroki Takahashi as the Jedi Hunters, which is interesting because they're called bounty hunters in the show, but man, whatever. And uh, Akio Otsuka as the narrator. So going back, uh, I didn't I was find about out to say narrator in an accent. Sorry. Uh, what else? But so, <laughs> uh, the voice actor for Lazima, who is uh, Shinjiro Miki. Uh, he also does the voice for um, Tanjiro or Kanjiro's. Is it Kanjiro? Kamado? I can't remember the guy. The main character from Demon Slayer is his dad. Tanjiro. Tanjiro. Oh, yeah, that's Tanjiro. what it is. Uh, oh, his, his dad. Okay. I believe Tanjiro. so, yeah. And then the flashback. he also does Sir Night Eye <laughs> in My Hero Academia. Oh, okay. As well as, you guys will like this one Fate Grand Order, Leonidas the Ooh. first. Ha! That's okay. That yeah. makes sense. So you have that. Therumopuri! <laughs> I'm just trying to see if there's anybody uh, else. He's only ever been cool in the uh, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he's only ever been cool in a single storyline. So we have the next one, which is. I see. I guess he was funny in Lulahawa. Sorry. I'm just... No worries. <laughs> Margrave Juro's voice actor, Tetsuo Kano. Uh, hmm. He voiced. Um, where was it? Sh uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Ishin. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, so I thought you guys would enjoy that who one. Who was that? Uh, that was the guy uh, who played the Tetsuo Margrave. Kanao. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, I have, like, nightmares of his voice. <laughs> I just, I, I just, I, whenever I think of his voice, I think of it at the very end of the game, because that like, Yori! Like, you want to know what you know his like... oldest role is right now? <laughs> the coachman from Pinocchio from 1952. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Um, okay. Some, uh... So obviously we have Kazuya Nakai, who did the voice for, um, was it Rodin? Rodin. Uh, he did Zoro, the Flecturn from My Hero Academia, new movie. Uh, Toshiro Hiji oh, okay. Hijikata from Gintama, obviously a well-known <laughs> one now. The Ghost of Tsushima main character. Uh, uh, yeah, Jin, yeah, Jin or Jin yeah. Uh, Sakai, uh, Ronor Zoro from One Piece, and many, many, many others. Mm -hmm. uh, Rin Sa uh, Rina Sato. You guys would love this. She does um, the voice for... Uh, where was it? Damn it. Oh, yeah. Persona 5, Makoto. Mijima. Ooh, okay. Queen. Oh, yeah, I mean, best from, character. From uh, Persona nah, 5. No, no. War. <laughs> war on that if you want it's to. Fine, it's fine. It's fine. You can have poor pink. Okay. <laughs> also... I mean, Dan's wrong too. He likes Kasumi, so, you know. Kasumi's the best. 
dude, the teacher, bro. Are you dumb? Oh, she's no. she's up there. Oh, we're gonna have. I, I'm, I'm happy now because now we've got two against Dan. Oh god, here we go. <laughs> the other voice that she does is Baby Five and One Piece from Dress Rosa. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, so that was a little nice nod to stuff that we know. Yeah, uh, right, going... right back. She was. I don't know. I. I sorry. I'm. I'm mm-hmm. going off topic a little bit. I always relate Baby Five with uh, being one of the moments where I was like, okay, Oda, you're getting way too good at writing crushing backstories yeah hers is in definitely like three to five pages oh my god between her and senior pink it's like what is happening yeah oh, this god of emotions no one yeah, cares about these characters until it's like three seconds later you're like wait a minute yeah, as, as soon as he's like but this is what they life. this is what they went through growing up and you're like oh now i get them yeah <laughs> Um, so we get the voice for Hanbei, the guy that had like the little, he was like the little alien dude that would like the mustache thing and all oh, that. Oh, not Yoda? Yeah. His name is Jin <laughs> Urayama, and he did the uh, Ragnar from Vinland Saga. Um, oh, wow. He did okay. uh, um, Sculptor from Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Ooh, nice. Okay. He's done a lot of like old men characters, which makes sense with the type of voice that it is. Mm. He apparently played Shifu in Kung Fu Panda, the little like uh, red panda dude. <laughs> like yeah, uh yeah. sensei Sifu. i'm assuming in the the dub right the japanese yes dub? yeah oh my god they did a dub of jackie chan adventures and he played Ratso, like the 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 bodyguard guy with the blue hair and he played shendu the the evil like dragon oh okay man that's a throwback yeah. Jackie Chan adventures speaking I about throwbacks oh, yeah. how about star wars <laughs> the clone wars original tv show mm. um he played Ooh. samurai jackson crook He's like, um, oh yeah, he played, Kick Rook. He's the he's the big furry Jedi. He's got right? like the the little like tusks that come up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did that. Um, hmm. Cho, who voiced um, the Boltman droid, he's just broken One Piece. And oh, cool. Ven- a lot of One Piece. Yeah, yeah very uh, much more other characters he's done, but that's I would mm-hmm. say his biggest role. Um, no, that makes sense. Also, sorry, it's in my head now. My fa- I'm just gonna go on that nostalgia trip. My favorite moment from Jackie Chan Adventures, yeah, is I can't remember what episode it is, but there's an episode where Jade absorbs the powers of all the talismans. Yeah, it's near the end, probably. But, Didn't she go? Oh, on, like, it's, it's just. It's just for it's just for the episode. Well, she doesn't know she has the powers, but the but the scene I love is the uh, Jackie's boss is like talking with his bosses because they're like, "What what are you spending all this money on?" And he's like, "Well, we're trying to protect these talismans." And like, "What the hell do they do?" And he goes, "Oh well, you see, yeah. this talisman is snake, and this one makes me invisible. But yeah. because they're not working, he's just standing there. Yeah. And so he's like, I could be over here, <laughs> yeah. or I could be over and here. It's just like, and this one's yeah, it looks crazy <laughs> like, as hell. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and he's like, this one's rat. It gives me like this power." this power and at the end they're like okay i think we're gonna shut you down he's like no no i can't <laughs> <laughs> can explain uh, um, i just remember loving that scene this one surprised yeah. me because i didn't know this voice actor mm. this was the guy who did the narrator for the show uh he, yeah I, I, do you guys know him just by name no no okay i, I barely know any voice let, actor names let, let me throw this down because i think you're gonna be like holy shit so ghost of tsushima he plays lord shimura okay oh he's cool. um Rider, Rider in Fate Grand, uh, Fate uh, Zero. I believe so. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. also plays. Every time I hear his his voice, it's like Marshall <laughs> Marshall D. Teach in One Piece. Oh. All okay. for one in Damn, My Hero Academia. Come... Like these are big okay. characters, right? Like these yeah, are characters. That... So uh, all for one's like the main bad guy in My Hero Academia. No, no, I, uh, yeah. This is Akio uh, Otsuka. Yeah. Yeah. Akio Otsuka. Um, he's done, yeah, he's done, um, you know, Code Geass. He's done mm. um, in, yeah, he's writer in uh, Fate 
Grand yep, Order. Uh, oh, and yeah, yeah and Grand Order. Yeah. Uh, well, and basically all the fates, he's basically just Ryder, it looks mm. like. But yeah, he, he was one that was like, whoa, I did not expect this voice. Because I, I, I thought I recognized it because it's very short, the intro. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I was just like, who is this? Um, and the yeah, last one, is... go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, this is a crazy, crazy good talent. This is a good list, list, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, too. Production IG's got the clout, right? It's got the clout and the, um, the, uh, what's the word, seniority behind it. Oh, definitely. Um, And the last one here that I found was uh, Star Wars Visions, The Jedi Hunters. Uh, Mm. One of them was voiced by a guy who, this is the only thing I could find that you might know, is uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, thus spoke Kishibe Rohan as a young man Mm. with, like, the orange hair with the four things that come up from his head where is he orange hair with like the it's like hairs like this ron is green hair i don't know mm-hmm. um, uh i think i know who you're talking about yeah but... and then final fantasy 14 stormblood he plays mm-hmm. solos Zos galvis that's all on you yeah I don't, I don't know that one wait so uh oh he's got like a he's See, got like a white tuft of hair that comes down but his hair is mostly brown he's got like a a, a rock on his forehead yeah oh it, that's emmet so but um I, yeah yeah is it I bad that i don't I don't play Sorry. it in Japanese, so I I don't oh, okay. I don't recognize the list mm. from there. I've listened to a couple. Eisen has like I think it's Eisen, um, this like really short guy, or it's not Eisen. Sorry, it's um. No, because Eisen's Yoroko, pretty tall and he has Yorokobe Yorokobe Shonen. Um, <laughs> oh, he, he's um, a Lalafell, but his voice is yeah, super yeah. deep, and it was just like <laughs> what something that I just noticed. He plays in Neo. He plays Date Masamune, which is my favorite character <laughs> in like that era of japan yeah, yeah so i gotta get through that game now um and he also plays <laughs> joey wheeler in all the Yu-Gi-Oh games <laughs> and anime junoichi katsuya or in english mm-hmm. joey, joey wheeler joey wheeler coming at you with my red eyes black my... dragon look yeah gonna hit you with some brooklyn rage but that's Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Serious, series not Yu-Gi-Oh. actually <laughs> and one, one of the actors that i found in english that was very very interesting was simu liu uh, Simu Lu, I guess. Mm. He's the guy who plays uh, Shang Chi. Lazima. He, oh, he's from. He's okay. from uh, Kim's. Uh, Convenience. Yeah, yeah, Kim's Convenience. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. now in like the new Shang Chi movie. That's, that's like cool. everybody's like, whoa. The the only other names that I I recognize here were Neil Kaplan, but I can't remember what from. Yeah. And uh, Masioka. Oh, sure, uh, we did yeah, Masioka is from Heroes. He's, yeah. he's done a bunch of different things. Yeah. Yeah. Mas- yeah. Heroes. Austin Powers. Um, a couple of other things. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, that's all the the animation stuff and voice acting stuff that we have for today. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just talk about what you liked, Ed. You can start us off since Ed or Noma and I yeah. have been talking the entire time. Well, no, I gotta. I'll do this quickly. Um, for Ninth Jedi, overall liked it. The beginning, I I was laughing to myself with that blacksmith part because I was just mm. like, <laughs> okay, there you go. So <laughs> you had to have some sort of like, yes, we have all this technology in the world, but still. He's like, you're not, are you Mandalorian as well? Like, what's happening yeah. here? Forge right? Master. Um, There's only one Jedi Mandalorian. As yeah, far as know. so I didn't, I didn't notice that deflecting part that he did. I thought he mm. had just, like, dove out of the way, kind of. Mm. So that part of him being, like, Force Attuned or whatever didn't, didn't track with me. Because when she lit the unfinished or unattuned lightsaber, I should say, and she mm. was still like deflecting bolts, so I was like, "So it works." It does, yeah. The color All just right. doesn't. Is this like training saber? Do they do that too? Like, I, <laughs> like, I think they do. It was like you can't really. Cu- oh, you can cut with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just. I think he said right? like the color was the thing that didn't. Um... So, 
So yeah, that okay. that was strange. The droid part, I, that was like my favorite part where the, the old man droids sitting there and it's just oh, like yeah. your compatriots yeah, are yeah. dead and you just don't <laughs> care. Yeah. Okay. okay, I'm on break. I, I'm sorry. Have you been busy the entire time? Yeah, yeah. There's nobody there, down? but it's okay. And you, clearly, she's in a rush. Clearly, she's in danger. You're mm. you're you have enough. I guess function to, to know when you want to sit down and have your break, but you can't tell mm-hmm. she's in a rush and you, Oh no, I'm gonna, he's, you know, he could come through those trees at any moment. Oh no. You could use an oil bath. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Right. But so, instead he's drinking it. So. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> he's getting that, high. that, that was like, you know, it was such a desperate moment, but you couldn't help but laugh. And it's mm-hmm. just like, man, I really hope he doesn't come crashing it's... through those trees. Because the first thing's going to be shoot the droid. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, I guess we'll we'll just steal it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but it, it's it's such a jarring but well done uh, tone uh, change. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, all, all intensive action to, oh, my God, hurry up. Hurry Did up. you guys yeah. like the part where he was, like, <laughs> driving her to the, the station? And like it seemed like he was going really fast and being like crazy at the wheel. Did you guys get that kind oh, of vibe? Oh yeah, yeah. When, when they're coming in. Yeah, yeah I love that. Just like, oh my god, he's just like, oh no, it's just normal. He's so like, you yeah. Hurry, right? yeah. Um, so that was cool. I like the fact that when when the fighting broke out, um, the first fighting with the Jedi hunters or the fighting with no, the Sith? with the with the Sith v Grandmaster, pretty much. Yeah. Um, the he's like three on one taking him on it's just like yeah yeah i got you guys yeah freaking palpatine, palpatine too but this time good Electric yeah. Boogaloo. and then uh kara is there and she's just like well i can take these two kind of barely but i can take them and poor ethan being like i was the first one to turn on the light come on like i was the I main character him in the, it, I, brought in my head, I can hear him in the so background being like why is everybody better than me? I can force. <laughs> I can do this. I, he he probably yeah. he thought he was so much hot shit when he was coming off of yeah, the ship. Yeah, He'd be like, yeah. oh yeah, oh no, Every, everybody outclasses me. Because he comes heart. in it the first time. He's like, is everybody here a master of this Jedi, or is it just me? <laughs> I can use yeah, yeah. It's just you. I, 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 but I can do things. I'm Jedi. I, I love how he gives himself the title of Jedi, and as soon as he's there, he's like, I'm not actually a Jedi. Yeah, I just I can force, and I think I can use a lightsaber. Yeah. Right, um, the whole the forge really, really bothered me in the sense where it's just like you know, okay, you can see everybody who does it. The the way you get attached to it is you build it yourself. So to have them, you know, hand delivered and everything for that, I mean, like, okay, did you know, did Grandmaster also have his hand delivered or did he like get the parts and craft it himself? Yeah, And true. this whole hand delivery thing was to be like, yeah, so are you truly, this was, this was gotta be the way of, oh, okay, yeah, so are the Sith really after us still? What can we do? Was that plot device or did it just turn out that way? I don't know. Either way, I enjoyed the twist, but like, was that the whole scheme behind everything to draw them out? He, yeah, that's what he said. Um, he said, cause like he had a rumor that, uh, the Jedi were being taken out by some of the Jedi that he invited were being taken out by Sith. Because mm. if that's the case, we know why from this late, past yeah. lore, the Sith don't make theirs. The only thing they did was make the synthetic crystal, and then the mm. saber was already done. They just put. That I mean, in. Vader made his own I saber. Think, I Vader think you mean Jedi. they found a Kyber crystal and they made it bleed, and then with their fear and rage, I still, I still hate that update. I actually don't mind it, man. I don't know why oh, you hate no. it so much. It's like because it's like fucking okay. Sit in this room and play crawling by Lincoln Park as you like see become the emo edge lord incarnate. It's I mean, so that dumb. is the dark side, though. 
No, no, it's so stupid. No. See, my problem. Passion. <laughs> I, so that's why I really like just the synthetic anger. way of doing that to make it seem like they had. So maybe this is why it was stronger. <laughs> this is why it was this. This is why it was this. Whatever have you. Um, with the whole this way of doing it, it's like, oh, what's your attunement? And so it's just like, okay, so how the hell are you gonna get orange and yellow and pink and different and all those like magenta or whatever? I know like some of those are just like, hey, rainbow, whatever. But like the classic was blue, green, yellow, right? And then they brought yeah, an orange. They they did bring an orange, but like from I'm talking like if you just want to go Knights of the Old Republic, yeah, it's like, like base, three thousand yeah. years ago, it was like you had blue for guardian green yeah. for consular and yellow for sentinel mm-hmm. right and then red so it was like okay the, the two introduced a bunch of different ones it was like okay that's fine but like again i remember specifically purple was it wasn't like yes mace was so unique in that sense where it was just like you know he created vapod and all that mm. but his crystal came from an actual planet that only had purple ones it was a mm-hmm. part of their culture and because he was there and he helped them through a great event, they're just like, yo, you're a Jedi and everything like that. Here, take one of these. We gift you one of these. You're not supposed to have them. Yeah, yeah. But that's why he had the purple saber. And and remind Earth. me, is that, is that the planet that's in Shatterpoint or is that a different one? Yes. That's the one it's in Shatterpoint, yeah. That's, where, yeah. that's because... where that story comes from, isn't it? Shatterpoint? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. I, I, just remember, where... I just remember because of Deepa. Because he uh, always Bulba. had the skill, and that's where like it it really clicked in to help him help them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and from then it was just like something he just had. So it was that whole reasoning from it, and seeing them be like, "Oh yeah, oh, you know what? Surprise! What are you gonna be?" It's just like you should know by that point <laughs> if you have a lightsaber. You've been yeah. through how many years of training at that point? Like that's why, like to get rid of. EU and Legends takes away so much from the backstory that was your mm. foundation. That's why I love like, this. Now, now you're coming up with like this in this setting because I don't it's mind. so completely different. It's it has yeah, no, yeah. no bearing but, on anything. It's just what do you want time, it to I be? Can see, yeah. I can see Disney being like, see, see, it's fine, it's fine. It's just like no, you yeah. can't because you're coming up with some far fetched thing that should be in this. And mm. here's the only. It's place already been done. Just it. use that. Yeah, it's like you yeah, have yeah. your foundation. There's no yeah. reason to just smash that up and, and it's put clouds there instead. Sure. And it's the thing that bugs me so much, where it's like, look, you already stole Darth Cadus and just yeah. called him Kylo Ren. Yeah. Just, just steal the lightsaber crystal part. Just steal the lore from that. You've already done it a bunch of times. Just do it again. Like it would have been a great scene to have him like, okay, you know, there's there's a furnace or something in his room. Because it's still unstable, so he clearly hasn't done something right. The helmet's there. He talks to Vader. Then he sits down in front of instead of raging out on a fucking display <laughs> or something like that, just sit there and seethe and make mm. sure you're shaping it right. So yeah. the next time he comes back to fight, it's solid and it's powerful, and he's just smashing other lightsaber out of the way. Mm-hmm. Like that to me would have been, you know, like oh no, we have to do something new and edgy to make us different. No, you don't. If you continue with the same things, people yeah. will love it because that's and what they want. So this, sure, whatever. I love the fact mm-hmm. that when he was, when Grandmaster was slashing through the enemies, you could actually like see like the cuts and everything. Yeah, that. you and actually see them. Yeah. It was like oh, that yeah. I, I love because you see that well, in a lot of games and yeah. a lot of, a lot of, because the live action ones you don't really see, but even in Clone Wars. When somebody got slashed or anything like that, it was like very brief, and then they just never showed that part. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, like so. just show the glowing thing and then just cut away. And that's but, the thing yeah. about anime I mean, that's well, nice because you can you can show that stuff, and it's usually meant for 
an well, older it's, it's, older-ish audience, I would say. It's it's production IG too, though, yeah. right? I mean, like you've seen Psycho Pass. You, yeah, they don't hold back. They the don't. Violence. If you've seen somebody get hit with a yeah. D, what the hell is the gun called? Oh my god, I, I can't, can't remember. It's been bothering me for weeks now. <laughs> We're fake anime fans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's the same thing in Ghost in the Shell. Like, just it's just brutal, right? Like, yeah. I've seen more people's heads explode in Ghost in the Shell than I have in mo- a lot of other. Mm-hmm. Have uh, you guys seen scanners? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the difference being in Ghost in the Shell, a bunch of the times when the heads explode, it's full of uh, you know. Have you guys but... seen? Uh, are you referencing the sort of online abridged? Yeah, I love that part. Oh, that was such it. a funny part. <laughs> oh, you have to see it. It's oh, so yeah, good. Like, first yeah. episode. <laughs> All right, fine. It's like scanners. <laughs> yeah, and then they're, they're like, "Wait, what? What does it mean?" He's like, "Have you guys seen scanners? No. Yeah. How do you not seen scanners? It's this. Boom, head explosion." Yeah. Oh my god! What? Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. that it's was been, so good. I, I think I think you showed it to me ages ago. I did. Yeah, it was yeah, when yeah. Like, it first came out. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. I love that thing. No, but, uh, yeah. the only abridged series I follow are sorry. DBZ. <laughs> uh, yeah, DBZ, Yu-Gi-Oh, and a little bit of Code Geass Helsing. for the one bit that they have. Oh, and Helsing and Helsing. Mm-hmm. Abridged, yeah, there's a single bit in Code Geass that I saw a YouTube clip for, and I love it. It's if people have seen it, it's the I'm at soup. Uh, uh yeah where are you right now i'm at soup what do you mean you're at soup i'm at the soup store why sorry i'm not gonna do the whole thing but... <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> yeah yeah um, but overall overall i did enjoy this one the uh, gimmicky yes a little hmm. th- the one thing i wish would, would happen was just like you know how uh car is standing outside with the sky hooks and they're, mm. they're smashing down into the they're, ground. She's like, oh, yeah. something's out. Let's go get it. It's like, did you turn off the rest of them first? Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> yeah, go quick. <laughs> just just casually walk into the orbital minefield. Yeah. Yeah. She went to there hit. to collect the, oh, let's see what it dropped. And it's just yeah, like, yeah. So do these drop so infrequently that you feel safe just walking out there? There's you no, can see no the no field problem. of crater impacts, yeah. too. Like, clearly, you know how, how heavy these like, things it's are. It's just like walking the barefoot and sprinting into a minefield. This is like, mm-hmm. okay. And your dad's cool with this? <laughs> right. Well, I'm sure she didn't right. tell her dad. But no. I, I do like the kind of uh, distinction that they're doing as well on how you can find kyber crystals. I know this is non-canon technically. Mm. Yeah. But you get the difference of, you know, an Ilum. Basically. Yeah, right. But it's it's just, you know, you get that difference where it's like, Ilum, how do you find lightsaber crystals? They're just somewhere. They find They'll you. They'll call a cave. Yeah. They'll call you. You can yeah. find yeah. them because they call you. And I like that the most. That's my see, favorite but part. That was the part of Kyber Crystals that I really enjoyed because it was like you nobody could just go mine them. And that's why, mm. like that's why they're so, yes, so the hard Death to find. Because Palpatine knew where to find them. Yeah. Yeah. He was strong enough to be like, you're there and I know you're there, and we're just gonna tear the entire planet apart till we find you. But, that's mm. one thing. Whereas like normal guy would be like, All right, how do we find these things? Like, I don't know. That's I remember. Bullshit, they can't. Our killer base mm. was Ilum, boys. Moving on. Don't talk to me, boss. <laughs> Why would you do that to us? I had to. Just <laughs> moving on from our trauma. We blew up Coruscant, but it's the Hosnian system. It's just as important, guys. I swear. Fucking stupid. Anyhow. Okay. Um, but yeah. So you know, Santina, <laughs> you did this. Don't don't okay now. You open this can. I just knew I was gonna do this. <laughs> so sensing them and going to them and everything. I think that I wish that has would have been kept because that's a whole part of your trial. Mm. too like okay oh you have a lightsaber you're a jedi and i was like no you, there's still so much to do mm-hmm. but, and that's why i like that know. this not being canon because it's like they can just make it what they want to and and yeah. merge their culture with whatever they want to in star wars and kind of make it their own thing 
which I thought was yeah. an interesting idea. Like, because Ed, you said like maybe if they do like Visions two, maybe it's like a Brazilian animation team that works on it, or like somewhere mm -hmm. else in like Africa or like wherever, right? Like exactly. It's just that'd that be interesting. I want it because it's cool to see what what the influence has done for everybody across the globe. Yeah, I like I like that. I honestly do. It's it's the okay where do we all agree on what the things you cannot change are? Because I'm seeing a lot of the opposite where everybody's taking their creative liberties and running down the field. Fine, do that. This is kind of what this is for. But what do we all agree on? is just like the intrinsic thing that you cannot change. Mm. And I don't think we've hit that yet. Maybe, maybe later in the series, because there's the, the other trigger episode that I really want the to see. Or the, uh, yeah, the Elder. The, the Elder. The, the yeah. elder. I really want to see that because I feel like just based on clips alone and things that we've seen from the trailer, Good, that man. seems to me like it is the closest thing to traditional. I would say so, have. yeah. Um, and that is going to be episodes I watch. But like, okay, so what exactly are you? What what's the same? Mm. I want to see you put that like it can be the thinnest line of same ever, and then go nuts with everything else you want to do. Yeah. But at least what is that common denominator for all this stuff? And if we have that. Yeah, sure. I mean, I've already seen what the difference is, <laughs> because because uh, their lightsabers are are they the uh, thin ones? It's it's the same as the village bride from what I've seen. Yeah, they yeah. are late. They are light katanas. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm fine with that. Yeah, no, exactly. In I'm, terms I'm, of I'm design, fine. like it's it's like having a light whip again. Like that does not yeah, bother yeah. me. In it's the just personal, slightest. personalized kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, exactly. you know, look I'll at say, what they're I, doing with High Republic and how those all look. Like yeah, I was about to say, yeah. yeah. I'll say I'll say it for the seventh time. I am fine with lightsaber katana. It's just dumb when the the igniters for them are in your belt with no scabbard. Because if you hit something, it'll burn through your hips. <laughs> yeah, cool. The Ido draws, but then you know, just do something else. So you're not actually going to kill yourself if you bump so. into or a just, wall. Not even kill yourself, just maim yourself horribly. But yeah, that's right. That's Stupid right. Yeah. And that's worse. <laughs> so why did your leg? I ignited my lightsaber. Yeah. I walked into a wall. <laughs> or, you know, maybe, and, and maybe they use that trick that. where you can't turn it off when you're fighting, where it's like a force energy around the button. <laughs> Can you imagine how tedious thing? Yeah. Because every, every day you walk around. Yeah. yeah. You're supposed to... And this is from... What is still canon, the Dark mm. Bane series, where, you know, you're supposed to create that fucking bubble around you before you even start anything. Remember, mm. he just rips through Fogarth because he's too weak yeah. or whatever, and he kills him. So it's just like, okay, everybody... Now I gotta it. read that series. It yes, sounds so good. Yeah. <laughs> the minute the minute I see somebody be like, oh, no, it's gonna turn off your lightsaber, I'm like, fucking bullshit. You can't do that. And, like, the thought... Like, is it the thought bomb? Is that what it is? Do that. Hmm? The thought bomb or something, was it? Oh, that's 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 that's, that's later. Oh, okay, that's, but I heard like later. that thing is fucking yeah. crazy too. Yeah, and they yeah. did explain that and what happened to it in Legends, and they got rid of it, but they kept being canon, so it makes mm. no sense in that <laughs> way. Because Kyle Katarn, by that by that admonition, should mm. be canon, but he can't because they've yeah. eliminated that entire thing. Look because what you did he... to Ed Lucasfilm. Look what you did. You've done <laughs> no, it to because him because the the thought bomb is a thing, and Kyle Katarn comes and freeze all that and he mm. that's where you have the valley of the jedi or whatever mm. because he goes and does that shit and they're like oh no you, you don't matter anymore best fucking thing you had since obi-wan no <laughs> no he's whatever fuck off <laughs> well it's just, you know it happens to it happens to the best of them right where they're like yeah dash rendar uh, go away. so heading back to this episode <laughs> is there anything else that we want to say Ed, you have any other points about this episode is it? It's tied for my favorite so far. With what? I think. 
uh with village bread okay um village bread had the nice I knew you'd like you know, that one the throwback things to it and that one again not a lot changed they added yeah. some cool stuff believable cool stuff this one again creative identity went one way and i was just like i'll run with you mm. um but the other one's like uh the the ronin one the duel yeah the duel great start mm-hmm. great start but that was that was well i just watched that for a fight i didn't care what happened it was just good animation I yeah. always forget about Rhapsody, and then I remember it, and I'm just like, I don't even fucking watch it. And I mean, for, Rhapsody's but, inoffensive enough, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just it, a fun it, little jaunt. Yeah, that was just have that. That was a studio having fun, and I can't hate them yeah. for that. Um, on the other hand, the, the no, twins. no, no, don't you do it. <laughs> uh, to, the twins. My problem the best there, one. <laughs> we, we all we talked about it. We ironed yeah, those out. Yeah. I don't have as much of a problem with it now as I did before. Um, but as for liking it, I can still hold my opinions on that. Sure. I tolerate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the but these two, these have been really good, and so I'm expecting. I can't expect it to go either one way or the other because, again, because it's not a series and they're all individual. You take it as they are. Yeah. Mm. And so for the other ones, I have expectations, but they're tempered expectations because I. It's like you know what? I just want it to be good. That's it. And if one falls anywhere below that, it's just like, well, you tried something. I'm not angry, but sure. it's just like, I, and it's only 15 minutes, so 15, 20, yeah. give or take. It's not a high yeah. high time investment, and so it really, it really, yeah. if you watch and you don't like it, oh well, exactly. it's a quarter of an hour. Yeah. You know, it didn't so, take too much time. Yeah, yeah. nothing lost, nothing gained. But no, gained. overall, this one, this one, in terms of from start to finish, you were you were invested and you you wanted to see what happens like i wish they did a book for the duel i hope they do something to continue for this about that book did you pick it up i've been listening to it it's pretty good okay but i think you guys are gonna hate it oh fuck. oh yeah yeah why i'm not gonna say i'm just gonna let you listen to it well no i don't okay. want to get started if i'm gonna hate it why? I, I don't know i just have a feeling that you might i don't know if it's going to be um that way but I just mm. there's there's some things what, in it. I'm like okay, okay, okay. What about it would make me hate it? I mean, you you were talking earlier about like you know the the what you take from canon and what you use and what you completely change. There mm. are things that completely change. There are things that they add that are really interesting, and there are things mm-hmm. that I'm okay. like I'm just like I'm confused. I'm like, wait, this and that to okay, sure. Let's see what happens. Because right. I I'm still only like chapter ten, so I'm still pretty okay. like new into it, but. I would mm. say that it's it's enough of a a tangent Stiff. on Star Wars uh, lore and like canon that you kind of have to be like oh, like because your brain automatically thinks this and that together mm. and then you have to like rearrange it to make sure like this and that makes sense oh, together. So now. I'm doing some gymnastics, so mm. I have to read this. Eh? Some sometimes, yeah. Uh, it's actually pretty good though. Like the the beginning of the novel goes through the whole dual episode and it, yeah. it starts with a little bit beforehand, and then okay. the majority of the novel is afterwards. afterwards? Yeah, it's See, not no, a prequel, I would, it's a I still sequel. wouldn't mind that. Yeah. I still wouldn't mind that. So, oh, I will check it out. Okay. Yeah, definitely definitely do it. It's not bad. Um, I, I, I'm enjoying it because of the, the, the marriage they have between, like, Japanese culture and, like, Star Wars, mm-hmm. like, lore. It's very interesting of what the changes they're making, but you can kind of tell, be like, oh, okay, I see where this is coming from. Pretty cool okay. stuff. Yeah. Makes sense. Sorry. Uh, Noma, anything else on this episode? Uh, yeah, I mean, so the first thing is I was kind of looking through the, the English voice actors list because we kind of uh, skipped over it, just went, very quickly went through that. Yeah, and, and there are two uh, names that actually jumped out at me. Sure. Mm. Um, so the first is Patrick Seats was Heights, Homan. Yeah. 
sites, sorry. Um, and I was like, ah, I vaguely remember this voice. And I remember him because he uh, he does uh, voices for it, looking through his, his thing or his IMDb. He does a lot of uh, video games and uh, anime. Yeah. And what I remember him from is uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh, there sorry, you go. Fire oh, awesome. Emblem in general. The oh, okay. Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Three Houses. That's a whole rant I can get into. I don't like it, but it's voices are fine. And he does. Yeah, he does. I, so I haven't. I was playing it subbed, but he plays Jiritsa and Death Knight and uh, Lambert. And in the other one that I have played, because it's only really available in English, uh, Fire Emblem Awakening, which is one of my yeah, like, probably my favorite character. Uh, well, you do in in oh that was the first one where yeah on the DS right te- technically the second one where you make a ca- your own character it was the one yeah. on the 3DS though yeah Awakening yeah. first one on the 3DS well. oh so Awakening was the first one where you made your character it was the the re release of the first Fire Emblem Mystery of the Fire I can't remember what it was called but oh Shadow Dragon yeah I think so it's something like that, that. anyways familiar. in in one of the first ones, they they had you make your own character, but you were the shadow of Marth, quote, 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 who was like, oh, this guy helped Marth a lot, but he's just never in history, and he really didn't matter. He was about as diverse as the tactician in Fire Emblem 8. That's a huge throwback. But What has um, Patrick Seitz else? What has he done? But yeah, in, sorry, in Awakening, <laughs> he's Basilio and Laurent, and those are both characters oh, okay. I like. Nice. He's yeah. also Frankie in One um, Piece. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was the other thing you were telling Starts me. Starts doing this. Um, yeah, yeah. As everyone can see, he's doing the super from One Piece, or from Frankie. And the other one, uh, who I'm, I'm, I actually kind of want to see it dubbed for both of these guys now. But uh, Kyle McCarley, who I have a lot oh, of okay. respect for, because uh, he does a role that I thought had a beautiful range of emotion, uh, which is Nine S in Near Automata. Um, if from that reaction, I assume neither of you guys have played it. Nope. <laughs> which one? Uh, Near Automata the uh, oh, no, 2b and 9s oh, okay so he's 9s in the English oh, version okay. yeah and he does a great he does a great job of emotional range in that it's it's watching someone go from having almost no emotion to just oh, absolute really? absolute mental breakdown interesting uh, it's really really he does a fan he does everyone who's in near automata does a phenomenal job uh, at what they do i've i played it in both versions or you know english and japanese it's great both times um Anyways, yeah, I was just looking through it and I was going, oh, there are a couple other people that I know. Um, in terms of the episode itself, oh, and sorry, Kyle McCarley, the character he plays is the totally looks like a droid, but is, I guess, human enough that he know, he's a Jedi. The green oh, yeah, mobile guy. Yeah. yeah. Toguro. And he's one of the Jedi hunters, I think, or maybe both. Um, yeah, in terms of the episode itself, I mean, same kind of thing. It, what, what I thought was funny was like way back when we saw the trailer, um, and you see that scene where Kara jumps off the speeder and turns on her lightsaber. My first thought was like, ooh, you can get some nice money for that on the GTM. Yeah, so the, the, dark, <laughs> the dark. I was going to bring that up in my in my yeah, rant, but yeah, I love, the, that's the, one of like, my favorite colors, the dark with the, the light colors. <laughs> Ed hates them. No, you got a soup going. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I thought you were going with. You, you take those lightsaber scraps, you just put them together, throw them in a pot, add some water. You got, a, you got a lightsaber going, baby. <laughs> I think I want my credits back. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are re- referencing um, Arrested Development. Oh, I love that show. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Always, uh, always bring that back. Yeah, exactly. The day that we talk to him, it's just gonna be scene. like, how about, how about that soup bone? How about that soup bone? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Overall, like I thought it was good. Oh, like mm-hmm. the the twist. I know the twist was a little bit. Um, a little bit weird for some people. I thought it was cool. I loved it. 
Yeah. I was not expecting yeah. it because they all look I mean, like Jedi. You're like, oh yeah, these are all Jedi. And, and, and they play up like they use that the just the the jet black color to play up Juro and the the um, servant droid being the evil ones so right. much. I mean, Juro's like, character design scream like like I said, you know, it screams bad guy. If you said you thought the I thought it meant I thought it was like old master. It seemed seemed (laughs) to me like old like um, maybe dishonored master or something. That's kind of what it felt like. I I, yeah, I would not have guessed he was a Jedi master. That was a surprise. Interesting. Um, I I've got a few small problems, but again, I can ignore them fairly easily. But like, really, you just put out a hollow call. Saying like Jedi, yeah, come over here. Can see that, right? Yeah. yeah. You know. Oh, why didn't we ever think of this before? Just, just ask them to come nicely, and they'll come. And they'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe it was super effective when they did it at the Jedi Temple in Episode Three. <laughs> um, but I slightly doubt it. But yeah, that was the only part that really bugged me. Was it was just like that's that's super convenient. You're trying to do this clandestinely, and you just send out a call. Sure, I mean, yeah. Maybe it was a cipher or something like that, but they never say if it was. Um. Other than that, yeah, there were, the the lightsaber forging thing was interesting. I mean, again, it's it's kind of weird to think of someone hammering a crystal to the point where it's fine to be refined, but uh, I can dig it. Um, anything else? I mean, the animation, oh, oh, so good. I mean, I talked about it uh, during the twins, right? Production IG is one of my favorites. It's so mm-hmm. good. It's it's such good quality. It's been good quality ever since original Ghost in the Shell, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's yeah it's just great to see and I love how smooth everything is and how you know just because it uses the same color palette that Ghost in the Shell does but you can do so much more with it right like we see the griminess and we see the dirtiness from uh, the shuttle bay mm. and I, I I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast before but I, I I will say a lot my favorite scene in Ghost of the Shell is a scene that has no characters in it. And no dialogue because it's just I think like two minutes of shots of Tokyo, and just yeah, you mentioned that. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it was the last it episode, maybe. It, uh, I, so. I can't I remember. It was the last episode. It, it was either then because or... we're talking about Village Bride and the shot that was going across. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. So I'm repeating myself again, um, but yeah. So I won't go into the detail of it because you know I've done it before. But it's so so. It's just it, it builds the environment around the characters. Mm-hmm. And you just you can buy so much more into the the show and the scene and what's happening when you know the mm-hmm. environment a little bit more. And you have a yeah, feeling they, for they, it. Yeah, and they know how to tell a story, yeah. which is also really important, right? Um, I know Dan doesn't agree with me with that on the first Ghost in the Shell, but that's fine. I mean, no, the, the environment is great, but like, I just, <laughs> no, I, the story, yeah, the story, the story was yeah. like, yeah, it's Cliffhanger? <laughs> it's so good. It's I guess, so good. I guess, it goes I out into the world. True AI. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, I mean, character designs are good, too. Everyone looks really good. Honestly, the, the most forgettable character in it is Ethan. It's oh, something yeah. about his hairstyle, and it's something generic, about... Generic character. He's, generic, he's, yeah. he's wearing a sadder version of what Cal wears. It's like it's like half a poncho. Mm. At least Cal wore a full, full poncho. It's just, he's okay, but it, it very much... It's it's funny, because when you see Ethan, you're like, oh, I guess this is our main character. Yes. And you see Carl, you're like, never mind. That's the main yeah. character. They've done, they've done a few different things to like, move that around. You're like, oh, this is our like Shona yeah, protagonist. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. He drops our from protagonist. secondary to tertiary almost. Yeah. So fast. And I mean, as soon as the, the Grandmaster shows up, it's like, forget yeah. this, dude. Yeah. And, and it's, he, it's, He's just plot device. Exactly, right? And it's like, you know, I, I feel like a bit of that is biased. I think if we hadn't watched the trailer, we'd see something different. But as soon as you see Kara and you're like, oh, it's the girl from the... Okay, you're the you're the person I'm following. Yeah. You're the person from the trailer. 
I don't care about this guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's much else I can add to what we've talked about because I agree with most of those opinions. Um, mm. I think I could, you know, suspend my disbelief a little bit more than Ed at certain points, but I mean, I, I loved it either way. Like, I, the one thing I would say is the the forging of the crystals. The mm -hmm. thing that I think he was doing to the crystals, like forging them, was mm -hmm. attuning them to so that it attunes to the force users, like, um, uh, um, alignment to the force. So like yeah, that was once he was adding to it. Like he was yeah right. That's the only thing. Is it seems weird to That's a thing. It's a thing. You suspend your disbelief and you're like yeah yeah cool, sure. If he's a force user, maybe he's doing some sort of force like ritual thing trick. You never know, right? But. But, but I think that's the thing. Like, you know, I think we're all willing to suspend our disbelief a for certain it, but amount it's, the of, hiccup, yeah. it's the hiccup moment, right? Oh, Where yeah. you, it's just like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, not... I have to, I, you're making me actively turn it off. Whereas I've had it on rest mode. And yeah. then this, yeah. this pulled it, it back. It, and I was like, it yeah. forces your brain to start thinking, yeah. right? Yeah. It's the equivalent of in the twins when a uh, car gets pulled out of the X Wing and you're like, uh. Yeah. So Why is he speaking? Right? Yeah. You have a you're going to yeah. die, right? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The first time I watched this episode, I was like that. I was like, "Why is he forging the crystal like that?" But I'm like, "Oh, it's just you know, old, it's thing. old yeah. school style Japanese swordsmithing mixed with Star Wars <laughs> blades." Oh, so and all, all were that you stuff disappointed too. that they didn't fold the crystal ten thousand times? Yes, or I am. Like a... I'm very. It should be more than ten thousand fold. Katana. Yeah, right. <laughs> that is the one thing that they they actually they could have. They definitely could have, but I think they wanted to keep something similar. Yeah, where it's just like you've already gone through the trouble of doing the whole forge thing. You know, just just mm. just just do it. I, I think I think a big part of that is that um, you know, since all the EU stuff was only ever, as far as I know, really released in English, mm -hmm. you don't get a lot of that going overseas. Because I guarantee you, if the concept of a Jedi Warblade had had been global, like fully global understanding, mm -hmm. you'd be seeing that in Visions a lot. Yeah, because you know, Visuals? Jedi or uh, original Sith Warblades, right? Because they were pretty much just katana. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just how they were flowy runes. <laughs> yeah. So right. you could do things, but yeah. Mm -hmm. And then other than that, um, oh yeah, sorry. Like final thoughts for me, because I, I I also just see it here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, favorite character for this, it was Rodan right up until the reveal, right up until Juro started actually doing things. And I was like, nope, it's him. Yeah, he's the badass. <laughs> yeah. Margrave's so good. Yeah. But uh, also, oh, also something that we also said, uh, this vision's, episode specifically really sets itself up to have a, a mini series or a continuation yeah to the end so, where they're going to go find him yeah. and they said that the yeah, jedi it, weren't dead they were just hide, in hiding scattered yeah, yeah scattered that's why hiding. i'm hoping for it to see if they they do continue mm. something like i hope they do this is what i'd be very down for yeah. oh my god if if they were like hey production ig is doing a series based off the ninth jedi i'd be like yeah sign me up or sure, even just yeah. like with the ronan audiobook i would be down for like a ninth jedi audiobook for sure hmm it could be entitled the, the 10th Jedi. We'll talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. All right. Let's round out this episode and uh, head off for the day. All right. Welcome to the outro. Thank you for listening to the podcast and uh, what we're talking about, which was The Ninth Jedi by Production IG. Uh, Ed, would you like to let the listeners know how they can contact us and let us know what their thoughts were about swordsmithing or kyber hammering or droid smoking pot oil? Continue. Go ahead. As Dan was trying to get to, yes, we do have <laughs> multiple ways of contacting us. Um, 
but first and foremost, all this information can be found at our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. And if you want to contact us by email, that is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. On social media, we've got Twitter, we've got Instagram. On both platforms, we are at voiceforcepod. Anything that we post, if you do retweet, repost, anything about new episode tweets or, you know, funny picture that we've seen or shared or anything like that. It helps with growing the listener base, and we really do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Uh, if you do leave us a review, five stars is great. Thank you. Uh, and a comment. It does help with visibility as well. And if you do follow or subscribe, you can do that for free. And anytime we release an episode or any information, you will be able to listen to it right away. You'll get an update regardless of what platform you use, and it'll be like, oh, new episode available. Here you go. And Google actually does, um, if you're listening to it on your phone, it will give you like one of those push notifications to be like, hey, check this out. So it's awesome. All right. Thank you, Ed. And remember, as always, you don't need to go to a soup store. All you really need to do is get some of that stuff the Skyhook drops, mix in a little bit of the oil that the old man's or the old droid's drinking, and you just kind of let that sit in a pot with some water, and baby, you got a stew going. I was going to say, remember, your primary character can become your tertiary character very quickly. Soup. <laughs> <laughs>